2: The BHP podcast is presented by bowhunterplanet.com. Join the hunt.
3: The BHP podcast is proudly presented by Element Outdoors, Cold Steel Knives, HHA Sports, Grind Life Coffee, Skull Hooker, Scott Archery, and Burris Optics.
0: Hey everyone, this is Tim for Bowhunter Planet. Make sure you check out the nude podcast, Respect the Game, wherever you find your podcast.
3: The coronavirus has ripped through our society in such a bad way. So I want to take a moment to thank the first responders, our nurses, doctors, firemen, policemen, and military for everything they do and given us a chance to fight this thing with the best of our abilities. Thank you from the BHP family to yours. I, th- I think you could do it on your own. Can't you just go to the bottom hit share screen, Tim?
0: Yeah, it says you just dis- it said the host disabled participant share screening.
3: Okay. I don't think he trusts this. No, I did not do that on purpose. <laughs> um, that's all right. That some... I don't know if I know how to do that, to be
0: honest. No, you might
3: but... you might not be able to. You might have to do it
0: in the initial setup of it, but that's okay. We'll save it for another time, but it's all good. I don't
3: remember. Oh, wait a minute.
0: So I've been seeing out there, one of the things I've been seeing lately are some good pictures of some pretty nice bucks starting already. Um, in fact I've seen a couple driving around, went on a couple like you know, day-long road trips type of thing. And I saw this beautiful looking eight point um up in the thumb of Michigan and it was I mean it was big already so I can't imagine what that thing's gonna look like yeah so I'm I'm wondering who else out there has uh, been seeing some good things on camera already see if anybody has any uh good comments here in regards to uh, what they've been seeing because it's not gonna be long I mean we're already sitting in May but we got June July and August and then come September they're gonna be you know they're gonna be almost done so it'll be gonna be a really cool thing to see
2: yeah I was driving through the field and I saw a deer in the woods and I'm like oh what's that and turn around and I bet the it's probably like that you know nice little balls right there
0: yeah I saw he was he was a good you know four point on either side probably about six inches seven inches tall already which is pretty good so cool. pretty awesome I know I think we got um van team on here watching if he's still on he shared with me a couple of really nice pictures of some good deer uh his target deer for this season so it's going to be you know it's going to be a good year hopefully for a lot of people so i don't know i don't know it's going to be interesting too to see if there's that many more people getting out because they have yeah. nothing better to do um, just depending on the state of affairs in the u.s or, or what's going to happen but pretty cool no we'll see I, think, uh, I hope we have a
2: good year i think we're due
0: <laughs> I am I didn't have I didn't have a you know I I, I I. it was a successful year from a learning standpoint I saw a lot of good ones and I, I said this before I passed on some deer that I could have taken um, which I'm fine with you know I think that that to me was a success this year actually learning to have patience because I've never had that before so but I, I'm ready to get back in it and get it done this year so
2: yeah Show.
3: Well, I uh, just want to say a quick welcome to everybody who's in the comments. Uh, George, Jason, Wally, uh, Dan, Michael, Massimo, George, Ron, Chris. Hope, uh, hope everybody's doing well. John, how are you? Um, Dan Massimo's,
0: Massimo's got a good question there. He said he's in the market for a new bow. He's got two top picks: Elite Cure and Bull Tech Revolt. Oh he God. just sold his Matthews, so he you know he wants kind of. Uh, to see what we think.
3: Okay, we got, so
2: we got a bunch of elites with their last years, I think. We got a bunch of rituals.
3: Um Wow, that's a hard question. So all right. So I guess for me, um so the question is what do you guys look for in the bows today? Camp systems and tuning, speed, weight. I'm not a fanboy of own most what were your top three bows of the year and why? I don't know. What do you think, Jamie? Top I three. had to think about mine for a minute.
2: Uh, I like, I'm shooting the Cure this year, so my top's the Cure. Just overall, you know, just the way elites are. Back walls and smoothness and comfortability. Um, I did like the Revolt.
3: What was the other mm. one off the top of my head? Well, there's the Matthews. VXR. There's the Hoyts. There's the Bowtech, which we talked about. Yeah. Um, hmm. well, think about it. I think there's a lot of
2: tie for third for me. There's a lot of nice ones.
0: I say go crossbow. <laughs> uh,
3: you know, that's a really hard question because uh, for me, <laughs> like I'm looking for a small bow, so I like a 32 and below, so 32 to 30 to 28 inch axle-axle. I like a very, very smooth draw cycle with a great, great, great back wall. I'm not in the business of speed. I'm more interested in comfort than I am speed because most of the time the shots are pretty – in Michigan, the shots are usually 20 yarders, so 20, 30 yards at max. So, for me, it's not necessarily a huge deal to, um you know, shoot something like that. But so, I don't know. So, I guess for me, the definitely revolts on my top of the list. I like the M16 from <laughs> – Hey Johnny. <laughs> in your hotel room? Uh uh-huh. I like that. <laughs> I like that. So
0: Thanks for <laughs> like joining, buddy. Taking time out of your busy schedule there. You got you got a nice little hairdo done there too, huh?
3: Dang, that's clean. That is. Damn, you cut there, that there, beard? Huh? <laughs> oh. yeah. That's not up, the only here. one.
4: I had to wear a mask. I had to wear a mask, man. So
3: Oh yeah, I forgot. I had, to,
4: I had to shave it off, unfortunately.
3: How was that flight?
4: It wasn't bad, man. I mean, it was definitely different. You know, everybody's wearing masks and, you know, you're breathing in your your stank breath and CO2 all day long while you're <laughs> on the plane. But other than that, they're not doing yeah. any services on there, you know, so you just kind of sit sit there and, you know, watch the headrest entertainment system thing and that's about it, you know. Do
0: you have extra the, room on the plane or what? Did they? Uh...
4: Oh no, I won't name the airline, but it was uh, an absolute joke.
0: Really? Um
4: yeah, I mean it was they were seat every seat in that plane was filled. Um it was you know, a little nerve wracking at first, man, but you know, I don't know. I you know, I wiped everything down with a Lysol wipe and had my hand sanitizer in my hand the whole time and I just kept rubbing that stuff on my hands.
2: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> crazy.
0: Well, no service, you might have taken a little shot or two too, huh?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Don't do that at home, by the way. Bad idea.
4: Uh, no. no. <laughs> it's hard not to drink that Blake's apples uh orchard uh <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> I got no, water
0: like
4: today, man. Just water. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's been good. I, I think I might have jumped out a little earlier here. I don't know I got a time change here. I was afraid I wasn't I was gonna be late, but this might not be the uh
3: We started episode. early. Oh okay. This
4: might be the theme. Okay. Right
3: so on. uh welcome Scott, uh Bob, how are you doing? Chris, George. Um Hello from Greenland. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Nice. How's COVID in Greenland? I would assume not very bad, but let us know. Uh, Wack'em Stack'em from International Falls, Minnesota. Hey, Chris, how are you? Um, so back to that question, I guess, I don't know, John, what was one of your favorite bows in the last couple of years? And, and maybe your top couple that you think of when you think of the compound market.
4: Uh, you know, I mean, I've been shooting bear a lot the last few years and, uh, you know, I have to say that probably my favorite bow out of the last three years would probably be, uh, you know, uh, the Kuma. I I loved, I loved my bear Kuma a lot, man. I really did. I mean, that was a, that was a sweet bow. The year before that I shot, uh, the BR 33, which I thought was a, a nice bow as well, but I really fell in love with that Kuma. Uh, shot the divergent this year, which I was very happy with too, uh being that it was like kinda like their their uh their middle of the road bow. Um mm-hmm. but I, I felt like it was, you know, it was a good bow for the price point for sure. Um but I mean I really like that Kuma a lot. I mean and you know, I shot obsession, you know, for a few years as well and, you know, I got no complaints with them either. But um, you know, for me I feel like Bears come a really long way. Um yeah. given that when I first started archery, that's that was my first bow. it was like a bear panther. Um, and you know so just seeing you know I, I guess the the quality just improve year over year over year uh, to the point where they're at today and even the last couple of years and they're putting out amazing products, man. Um, yeah you know I, I mean I, I couldn't be more impressed. I mean I, I, when I, I'll be honest with you when I first you know when you first put a bear in my hands, you know uh, I think it was the arena 30, which is what I killed that bear with. I was a little mm-hmm. skeptical at first, you know, cause I'm like, I don't know, man. You know, I, you know, I've heard stories, you know, the quality is just not there anymore. Um, and that really kind of turned me right back onto it. I was like, wow, this is a nice bow.
3: Yeah, buddy. <laughs> all right. So here's all the specs. This is what we pulled. This is all of our testing from our battle, of the bows part one and part two, part two, I took all of part one and added it to the new bows that we didn't get in the first round of doing these videos. And this says a lot. And that's why I wanted to pull this up while we're having this conversation. Um, And the reason it's important to look at this is because when you want to compare um, the different bows, you have to look at everything about the bow that makes it what it is. So for instance, the question was that you're deciding between the Bowtech Revolt and the Elite Kuma, which I have here somewhere. Where am I at? Elite Ember, oh Cure, sorry. So here's the Cure. So right off the bat, like literally right off the bat, this is a longer axle axle if you're talking about the regular Revolt. You have a difference in brace height, Uh, You have a weight difference in the two bows. You have a speed difference, and then actual speeds, we go over here to what we got out of it, right? So we're showing 312, 307. So we're showing the Bowtechs a little faster at these specs. And the price is identical. So, I mean, this says a lot, right? Do you want, (coughs) you know, and my point is this. Between the Cure and the Revolt, I don't really think there's much of a difference in the draw cycle and the back wall and all that. I really don't. I think, I think Botex come a long way on their cam systems and they are catching elite on the, on the back walls and draw cycles for sure. Um, So when I compare these two bows, I mean, this would be, I think I personally feel like you have to go shoot these because this has a different grip than this. And I know you guys laugh at me about grips, but it's a true statement. These grips are completely different. And the back walls and draw cycles, they might be slightly different, but I don't think enough to make the decision on buying which one to buy. So my suggestion would be to look at these other aspects to understand, you know, do you want the lighter bow? Do you want a little faster bow from what we're getting? That's what's going to really determine it for me, at least, if I was you. Um, But, I mean, it's got everything in here. You can clearly see, you know, who's got the fastest bow in the market from our specs and what we've done and price point and you know so this video is really important i think when it, when you want to look at that john you mentioned divergent now the new ones the eko you know we're seeing 320. so oh, that's, it, speed. that's faster than the Bowtech and the elite so yep. and lighter know, too if again, you look at I know. it i mean
0: it's it's one of the lightest bows out, out there and man. look
3: at the price look at the price right and that's what yeah. i'm saying that's what i'm compared saying price point. great price point for that bow
4: you know for it to hit as hard as it does and you know it it just it, it feels so good you know axle to axle it's you know 30 inches which is right where i like to be um you know i don't know it's, it was it was a, a very good bow for me
3: so and, and you know i do want to put out there and it's very important that you know we got 312 here but that's with this mod we, we did we never switch it to performance so it should actually go up just as a heads up to everybody so that's right. one thing we forgot to do we were going to do it and we got caught up and busy but that's something I think we'll do this next year for the twenty ones. Is we got to remember to do that, guys, to like switch you, the mods. Are you going to add a column on there for grip or no?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like, 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 grip. like, 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 yeah.
2: Amazing, amazing. I don't
0: even, I don't even think it's that complicated because you.
2: I don't know, man. Like
0: you and your grips, it's crazy.
3: <laughs> they're different. <laughs> it's
0: ridiculous.
3: Ask anybody who shoots bow a lot; they're completely different grips.
0: Yeah, do they have a grip? Yes.
3: <laughs> Is it
0: interchangeable?
3: Yes. All right, let's go. Let's move on to the next question. Dan, Dan says, uh, what does everyone? <laughs> why are we holding on?
0: Why are we moving on? I'm not done yet. Can we wrap a the grip with? Can we wrap the grip with sports tape? Yes. Um, what else? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
3: so, Dan says, "What does everyone Whoa. think about micro arrows for deer? I have been shooting Access Pro and recently ordered GT uh, Pierce Tours." So what's the thought of micro arrow compared to regular arrow? I don't know. I'll let Jamie go first. I mean, I've never shot the micro arrows yet. I, I would like to
2: give them a shot, but I mean, I guess I'm not up to speed on exactly what the differences are. And I mean, are they, I'm assuming they're the same weight. So I can't imagine it makes a big difference.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, personally, I think they're going to be a faster shooting arrow because they're thinner, but they are the same weight, yeah. um, usually, because I think they weigh them out to where they add weight on the front front end of him. But I don't know. Like, I, I would not shoot one because, to me, I, I want a thicker arrow going through the deer because so, I want a bigger hole. So mm-hmm. I don't really see the point, I guess. I mean, I think it's kind of a – I don't mm-hmm. know. It's kind of mute for me. I still think you're going to kill the deer, don't get me wrong, because you're – you know you're going to use a, a broadhead,
2: but. Research on that, I guess.
3: Yeah, I guess I don't know enough about it. Yeah. To to talk about it too much because I, like I said, I just, I prefer the bigger shaft to go through. That's all. I just want, I want the biggest one. All I know is head.
2: if I say something wrong, I'm going to get a bunch of thumbs down. <laughs> you always What's
3: get thumbs down. <laughs>
4: Tim, what do you think? Tom doesn't you? even know
3: about thin arrows. John, you, you know anything about thin arrows? No. Yeah. I mean, I just, it's never been something I've cared about, I guess. I just shoot the standard size and I've always been happy with it. You know, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying like, I don't see the point in it. I, I want, like I said, I want that hole to be as big as I can possibly get it. And, you know.
2: Well, I, I shoot whisker
3: biscuit, so I'm sure I'd have to get a different whisker biscuit. <laughs> yeah, you probably would. Try <laughs> need a smaller one. <laughs> I bet you would, Coyote Bill.
0: <laughs> oh man, I love uh, it. So anyway, Uh you know what I'm looking forward to.
3: Hey, I'm hey looking ma- forward. Hey, Bob. Bob, I know you're not on the podcast, but go ahead and put your opinion on there in the text. Uh, what your thoughts are, because I know you shoot micro type arrows. Okay. So go ahead and do that. We'll talk about that when you're done. Micro biscuit, Timmy. <laughs> micro biscuit. No, it said Micro Biscuit Timmy. And then Eric, Eric came out and said Sexy Specs Tim.
0: I love it. <laughs> I love it. They're good, right? Are those blue blockers? Huh? <laughs> these are uh, these are XX2i, man.
2: I'm just joking. We're, me and Dave you, were you talking think... about blue. You remember blue blockers from the 90s? It was like an infomercial, big old. No. Come on. No. Oh, I wasn't no. allowed to watch TV, TV in the well, 90s. Right? Jeez
0: we didn't have cable I was poor
2: cable. yeah either did we but my uncle had them they're pretty sick <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love it i love it so i was gonna say until i was interrupted dave um that i'm looking forward to the summer months and doing some some land prep you know we got it seems like there's going to be plenty of time you know over the next couple months to really kind of Try to set, set ourselves up for some good success
3: this season. What are those <laughs> the blue blockers. That's, them that's up. like what you wear after you get Put cataract those back up again surgery. for a sec.
0: That's what you cataract wear after you surgery. get cataract surgery. What are you talking about? That's
3: a blue blocker. Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't know They're those soon enough, old man.
3: Yeah, we need to so get these awesome. for the show, guys. We need to get these for the show. We oh should wear these gosh. at crossbow reviews. <laughs> <laughs> we can get these ones, cool ones. Wow. Hey, ladies. <laughs> what do you guys think of my blue blockers?
0: Oh, my gosh. Are those safety specs? What are? I don't even know what those are. What are
3: those? <laughs> safety specs. More like sexy spec. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. Safety>
3: specs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they would be if they were on me.
2: They
3: work just as well as a
2: Corvette, buddy.
0: Oh, gosh.
2: Yes, yes. <laughs>
0: So we got, no. we got another interesting question here, somebody asking about what what uh, what do we prefer for broadheads
3: I so, like the rage, baby. I
2: like
0: a lot of things. well, well it's, uh, I'm like, it's just a higher level. What do you, what do you mechanical or fixed? I mean, this has been a topic I'm, of the conversation several times, but
3: I'm always mechanical unless um unless I'm shooting at something that requires uh, fixed like uh, elk or something.
2: yeah. No, I think I'm back on mechanicals, but I did, I did do the Ramcat thing for a few years, and I mean, they worked great. Yeah, that's my go-to right there, for sure.
0: El Ramcato, El, El, El Ramgato, um, I'm definitely a fixed blade guy, so that that's what I look for. I always had the philosophy of, if I can minimize the issues, and, and mechanicals aren't necessarily prone to have issues or anything like that, but... You hear the stories of the guys of they didn't open because of this or this happened or whatever the case may be. The rubber band broke and I didn't have a spare one. Whatever it is, I just want to minimize. I have enough issues when I'm hunting that I that I cause. I don't want my my equipment to cause a problem. So I'm a fixed I'm a fixed blade type of guy, and I'm all done with your recommendation, John. I'm a Ramcat guy, I and mean, those things were those things just devastate. And there's a lot of good ones out there too. You know, Montech is a good one. Um, there's a lot of really good ones out there, but I'm a fixed blade guy first
3: So the question came up about the hitman from trophy Ridge this we did this video a while back, but this this um This thing's really cool guys. I don't know if everybody's seen this thing I'll show you here when Chris is doing this video here on it Basically, it comes apart all these different pieces and but I want to show you guys how it assembles. This is actually a really cool Hold on, Let me just find where he puts it on the bow somewhere over here i think we're close yeah here we go so this is awesome and one of the reasons i like this is the ability to um take it out when you're putting your case because a lot of times stabilizers get in the way so this was one that we really enjoyed, and it's simple i mean look how quick that is so it was like real fast and easy so definitely i love that thing so good question good question yep awesome uh Check out the Thorn expandable heads. I'm pretty sure I already did the video on the Thorn Thorn broadheads. Let me see. That was the live one I think I did when you guys were in quarantine. They well, oh, still are, but I, live videos.
0: Jamie, what are you looking for?
2: <laughs> somebody gave me a pack of broadheads. I can't remember if I left it at the office. The Thorns? No, somebody gave me these. I think it's a veteran-owned company. Swat. Swat. Isn't that crazy? You blade. Can't really see it because you're it's like it's like a four blade rage almost. Oh wow!
0: All right, you got you got the blades offset perpendicular to each other. That's yeah. kind of interesting.
2: I'd give him a shot,
0: dude. That that looks <laughs> that looks. Sick, I mean, you honestly. come any
2: you come anywhere hitting anything next to right the deer. I mean, it's gonna put up. how many grains hole. is that
0: though? That's gotta be one twenty five, right? I mean, you can't have that
2: much metal. One hundred. On Really? Yeah, that's interesting. And they're they're held with uh you know little rubber bands too, so it won't open. Right. Let me see uh, the front there's of that. Probably oh,
4: aluminum on there, so that makes it lighter, you know.
0: For sure, for sure. That's just kind of crazy that uh, there's that much uh that much blade length out of that thing. So what are they? Does it looks? It looks like it's two inches.
2: Uh, what's it say? Two inch entry. yeah. Wow. Um, Or and then the then I think
3: that it opens up as it exits too.
0: So I think we're gonna have to throw that through some plywood, Dave.
3: Yeah, I did the video. It was on the thorn. I was just trying to see if I this is I did this. This must have been at the beginning. I was trying to do something fun at the beginning of quarantine because we were. uh, Although I didn't know the video was upward, but look at that
0: lack of beard in that. But you look like ten years younger,
3: man. This is right at the beginning of quarantine because you guys (laughs) were all gone. I was on my own. So You've I have like 10
0: years in the last three months.
3: I don't understand why the camera's upright, though, because I, I literally had it turned sideways. Like I know what I'm doing with the camera. That was weird. Wait a minute. This is probably the wrong video. That's probably, <laughs> this is definitely the wrong Yeah, that video.
0: is from 10 years ago. Yeah, that's from 10 years ago. <laughs> this is the
3: wrong, that's the wrong one. Hold on. Hands out, APA. I could have swore I did the thorn live. Hmm. That's weird. Unless it's like this one. No, that's probably one of us just chatting. No, it wouldn't have been an hour, for the love of God. Definitely not an hour. Hmm. I know I did it. I just, why is it not showing? I hope I didn't delete it on X or something. That's weird. Was it maybe not live on, maybe it was live on Facebook. Hmm. I'll have to go back. I know I did it, but I, I put it through plywood right then and there. And that was actually quite interesting to do. There's a lot of people watching. It was actually a lot of fun. <sighs> Turned you know, into one a...
2: broadhead I really did like was the Executioner. Oh,
3: yeah. That was a great head Holy on it. Holy
2: shit. that thing put a hole in something. Didn't Bauer yeah. gut a deer with it? Like, guts just fell out. Was that that Broadhead?
0: Crazy.
3: Yeah. Oh, I got it here. I found it. Okay. It was on Facebook. I told – you know, it was that YouTube. I told him I'm going on Facebook. Hold on a second. All right, yeah, this is Facebook Live. This is what we're on now. I'm turning the mute mute down. But the thorn, I just want to show you guys something. This was pretty interesting. Uh, let me see if I can find it right here. So the head, like, this is a very sharp broadhead, and actually the quality of this very well done. But the one thing I didn't like about it is you had to install this like band by yourself at the top. No, you had to put this pin in and then cut it. And I don't know if I, sh- I think I show it right here. So yeah, so you see how I'm pushing on it? Like when you push on it, you have to install that little to the left there, you can see those little rubber pieces. So okay, so there it's open. But like in order for it to close, I have to close it and then put this little rubber piece in and then cut it with the scissors. So, so I think they have,
0: cool. have, have that with you at all times then.
3: Well, I not at all
0: times, that. but you
3: well, have yeah, to carry I'm thinking it with you? I'm thinking you wouldn't have to. I'm thinking you could get it done ahead of time. You just can't, you know. In the field, it'd be a little bit hard because right. you'd have to cut it. I mean, people carry a knife, but, like, watch, see, watch, watch. So what, is, what does it do then? See that little rubber? It's hard to see it. It's not great quality here. but the So rubber. It, keep,
0: it keeps the blades pushed up, and then yeah, you see that? When, when the mechanism inside hits it, it snaps?
3: Yeah, because it's so much power. It just breaks the rubber. See, watch, then I have to cut it. There's only thing I didn't like about it. I just felt like they should have sent it to me already done. Like, I didn't think I should have to do it, like, more or less, like, you know what I mean? Like, it should come good to go. So now when I put that in, it's fine. But again, this head is actually really nice. And it's very built really well. It's very sharp. Um, I get why they didn't assemble it for you because of the packaging. You know, they want you to see what it looks like. So I totally kind of get that. I'm just wondering, like, maybe maybe they should have it closed and have, like, an image of the blades coming off the side so it's not real, you know? So you don't have to do what I just did there. But other than that, it was vicious, dude. I took it. I took it right through plywood. I took it through and it had no issues. It flew straight and uh, hit hard. Say that much. Was a beast?
4: Where was Bob at for this one, man? You could have had him put it through the wall at Kevin's place.
3: <laughs> That's the
4: true test. That's the true test for real. Uh, the Bob test. The,
2: the, the, the Uncle Bob test. Uncle Bob test.
4: Uh <laughs> No, so he'll be responding here in a second.
2: <laughs> uh, I know you guys moved that site on purpose. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Monday, <Bob. clears throat> yeah, I was just reading through some of the comments, sorry guys. Just trying to see if anything I missed on questions. Yeah.
2: So, John, how's the, uh, the how's the oh. whole. Uh, hotel situation and stuff do they do they serve food i mean no
4: so uh I has been like my best friend mm. um i will say where i'm at um so i started off uh over in tulsa Oklahoma. i worked my way over to oklahoma city yesterday stayed up in wichita kansas last night and uh, i'm back over here in oklahoma city right now because um, i fly out of here tomorrow um but uh you know, so, you know, your, your, your hotels typically would have at least like some form of like a breakfast or something like that. They don't do anything. They have grab and go, which is basically like box cereal, maybe box milk, something like that, bottles of water. They're not even selling the stuff from like the pantry. Hmm. Um, and then, um, so yeah, so they're not serving food. Um, so food, food has been a little bit of a challenge other than, you know, I have been able to, you know, get some stuff from DoorDash and I actually ate at my first restaurant in like two and a half months. And that was on uh, Tuesday um and they just actually opened up that day but i mean all the servers and the hostesses are all wearing masks and make you wait outside you know they got some tented areas where you can hang out with a couple tables underneath them it's definitely different i mean there's no doubt about it but uh but it was really cool to see that they were taking the proper precautions and it made me feel you know safe and healthy you know what i mean it didn't make me feel like i was you know gonna get the rona for sure you know what i mean um but it's been it's been weird i mean it's definitely it's not no it's definitely not what it used to be um uh, but you know it, it seems like over here they're you know seemingly doing some st- stuff right anyway and they're starting to open up their economy and they've been opening their economy for a long time so um you know it's, it's kind of like business as usual for more or less um other than the fact that you know they're running at maybe 25 50% capacity as opposed to you know packing the place full you know yeah
2: no that's so, good
4: but I was actually—I mean, I was just looking actually at DoorDash. I'm trying to decide what I want for dinner. Maybe you guys can help me out. What are you looking
2: at? Is there so, like a barbecue so, place there. So I
4: found—well, I had barbecue for lunch, so I'm not oh. going to eat that for dinner tonight. But I found a Cajun place. You thinking that's a good choice? I mean, you know,
0: where you're at—you're in Kansas,
4: Oklahoma City. Well, there's a lot of Cajun uh, cooking down here, uh, believe it or not. Lots of Cajun style. Is restaurants. it really? Yeah, so like, uh, you get like pole boy sandwiches, oh, yeah. you know, seafood. Uh, I probably don't even know how to say it, edifay or something like that. Oh, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out because I'm starving, but
3: hmm, hmm. I'm gonna get something delivered oh, here. Stacy, what's that? Sounds stacy. Could you use some good old Creole,
4: yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. Maybe some gumbo or something,
3: some chicken gumbo. I
4: don't know. No, boom kind of gave me the stink either when I said, uh, you know.
3: Now,
0: here's the top 10 places
3: in oh, Oklahoma. Okay. Here we go. Oh. Hold on. This, stops, the top 10. this is just a fr- – what is this? Hold on. Anybody on the speak? chat from Oklahoma? Jeez.
4: Trying to figure it out here, man. Well, They got Cracker Barrel. They deliver apparently now. <laughs> here you go. Get some pancakes. Some IHOP.
2: <laughs>
4: man, All who right, sent me this? So, who- oh, go ahead.
2: I don't
0: know. They're, they're, it, it's just kind of a smorgasbord. They got a wine bistro. This place called Flint. They all look. They all look pretty hoity-toity. Here we go. Nick's Grill.
2: Yeah. Nick's. Nick's
0: grill. Get a get hey, Nick. good bigger. Get a good bigger. Hey Nick.
4: Oh,
2: mm-hmm. a more
4: oh, Bobby even said, "Watch out, John boy." <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dude, who sent me this text today? It says, "Michigan man charged 125 wildlife crimes." Killing yeah, I. I sent you that.
0: Isn't that crazy?
3: What the heck?
0: There's a story that came out really recently in Michigan. This one guy got charged with 125 wildlife climbers. Listen to this, though. The, the top two offenses, 18 wolves. 18 what? wolves in 18 months. Whoa. That's absolutely crazy because I don't even know wow. if they issue that many permits in a single year for wolves up in the u p at all and he uh he is charged with killing and disposing of three bald eagles as well oh, along whoa. with a whole list of other crap
2: that it's infuriating uh-huh. to me you don't touch bald eagles it's america american it's american
0: american but yeah it's that it, just atrocious man i just can't i mean two of the top two of the two of the top protected animals in Michigan, and he's out there poaching them like it's nothing.
3: Yeah, it's nuts. Wow, I wonder what happens to somebody who does that. That's like intense, isn't it?
2: Ah, uh, yeah, not good.
3: Hopefully jail. Yep. He faces 90 days in jail and a $1,000 fine for each wolf for each killed. Wolf,
2: what about the eagles? You can't touch, you're not supposed to even touch eagles.
3: No. Like, I mean, like, have anything. Oh, snap. It's getting rough up in here.
0: He's looking at, I mean, he's looking at like 30, 40 years. I mean, you know, and they go max on all this. Well,
3: it doesn't say anything about the Eagles in here, which is weird. Oh, no. And three bald Eagles. Yeah. Wait a minute. But it doesn't doesn't say anything about the Eagles here, though, which is weird. (laughs) Why? Because it's a federal offense, and that's probably. Oh. Yeah,
0: that's a good point, Johnny Boy.
3: That's totally not worth eighteen grand, though. Not a good idea.
0: Not worth it at all. Hell no,
3: it's stupid. I mean, what would you? What are you gonna do with it? I mean, it's not like he's gonna eat it. No. Well. Well, uh,
0: Dave, you think we should get to this uh, giveaway before it gets too late? We got to get on our next one here.
3: Yes. So, go ahead, Tim. Go ahead and pick yourself a random winner on uh, the you know, BHP I last, Live. I
0: did it last time. I thought we were going to give Jamie the privilege. Jamie, why don't I, you go ahead and – right.
3: I did pick the last one, but I'll go. He picked the one before. but I'll let you guys pick because I'm always talking. <laughs> Plus, anybody mad at me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I got off my feet anyway, so I don't have all the comments to look at. So,
3: All right, But nope, when you're ready. You ready? How about Anthony Schaefer? Anthony, HHA site is yours, my friend. I'm not sure which model. I don't know when you're getting it because of COVID timing, but you will get it at some point. So email me at team at bowhunterplanet.com with your name and shipping address, and uh, we'll get that out to you. And everybody else, thank you so much for joining us as usual. Um, It's been a fun couple weeks, and uh, we'll see you next Thursday around the same time between 5 and 7, somewhere in there. BHP Live. Anything else? Roundtable, Jamie? Deuces. All set. All right, guys. Thanks so much. We'll see you guys next time on the podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast. Online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time.